What is going on, all my sci-fi cosmic horror fans out there? It's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy, back again with another episode of our brand new series, Our Favorite Motherfucking Movies. That's right. And back, back in the heezy, back in the dojo, we have actor, filmmaker, stuntman, martial artist, all that good shit, Alex Chung. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks for having me back. I'm super excited to talk about this movie. Yeah, man, Event Horizon. Uh, this came out way back in the day, 1997, so there will be some spoiler talk. <laughs> so sorry, guys, there will be some spoilers. Uh, but before we jump right into it, man, uh, where were you when you saw this movie? How long ago? Did you see it in theater or on video? I saw the trailer in theaters, and after the first few seconds, I was like, is this Alien 4? Because... <laughs> Resurrection, I, I think Resurrection came out the same year, but I don't think I was aware of it just yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think this trailer came out a bit for, for earlier, and, and I was very intrigued. I was like, oh, it's the guy from Jurassic Park, and it's, you know, space horror, which I was really into. Even. I was a kid. That's why I'm doing yeah. that voice, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I going to say, yeah. I couldn't yeah. see in theaters, but I saw it on VHS, like I did uh, many movies from the 90s, like, like yeah. Ravenous, and uh, yeah. it scared the shit out of me. I was way too young to see that movie. Especially this movie, like, yeah, it's pretty hardcore, even for genre veterans. I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and uh, man, you know, uh, similar to you, I saw the trailer in theater, and, and me and my buddy were like, "Yo, we gotta check this out, man." I can't leave. She won't let God help us. And uh, we actually did see this in theater. And we were not prepared or ready for what we were about to see. And I, 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 I'm not over-exaggerating. When we left the theater, we walked out of the doors. We stopped. We both slowly turned at each other, looked at each other. And we were both were like, <sighs> I mean, like, we had to take a breath, man. We were like, yo, that was fucking wild, dude. Like, we were not, we were not prepared at all. Uh, you you weren't that. dancing out of the theater because of the prodigy playing over the end credits i did like that shit man yeah uh, the, the soundtrack to this movie is phenomenal and we both own it correct yeah i mean I, well. I i listen to it constantly like i've seen the movie a handful of times but i i've listened to the soundtrack over and over and over again throughout yeah. my most of my life dude i mean uh, you, you know r.i.p the the legend michael Kamen, uh one of the greatest composers of all time he did a phenomenal soundtrack for this movie and he had a little bit of orbital mixed in there. And I, you know, rewatching this the other day, I had some fun. Like that, o the whole opening credits sequence is like dope, man. Like it's it gets you in the mood. It's like perfect. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 jump into Event Horizon, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, quick plot synopsis for those of you that have not seen it. Uh, it's about a rescue crew. Uh, investigates a spaceship that disappeared into a black hole and has now returned with someone or something new on board. Directed, I know this is shocking. This is <laughs> shocking, especially after rewatching this the other day. Still to this day, uh, I, I would never have guessed that this was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. No. Yes, never. It's still, you know, after rewatching it, it still does not feel, cinematography-wise, everything. Like, it still does not feel 
like a Paul W.S. Anderson movie. And, and you know, uh, a credit to the script, uh, credit to the filmmakers involved uh, with this film. And, I don't, I, you know, it, are we safe to say? I mean, everybody has their, their guilty pleasure film with, with Paul. Um, are we are, are me and you safe to say that overall this is probably his best movie? What do you think, Alex? What do you this think is about definitely that? his best movie. Yeah. Yeah. But a, a, a plethora of amazing cast members uh, is here, man. We got Lawrence Fishburne as Miller, Sam Neill as Weir, Dr. Weir. I mean, we have Kathleen uh, Quaylen as Peters, Jolie Richardson as Stark, Richard T. Jones as Cooper. I mean, just uh, just Jason I- Jason Isaac's son is in this as DJ. He's like the medic. And my introduction to one of my favorite actors now, Sean Pertwee. Yeah. Um, that's right. This is before Dog Soldiers and all that stuff, before I uh, became a big fan of this guy. Uh, but yeah, just just a, a an awesome group of uh, actors, very talented group of actors uh, in this movie. But man, this movie has a little bit of everything that makes it unique and great, and not just the suspense building, not just the horror, not just the you know a little bit of action there too. Uh, uh, you got some explosions, you got, you got your sci-fi, you got your ships and all that, but it, it, it really has a little bit of everything in terms of filmmaking as well. In terms of, we have models, we're still using models. Uh, it's not fully, we're going, everything is CGI in this. We're using a little bit of, you know, a little bit of everything. And a lot of this movie still holds up. It still holds up. What do you think? No, agreed. Yeah, I definitely uh, watching it again. You know, there's there's moments like uh, like the, the when the gateway opens, you've got the the, the wall of black liquid. And, yeah, you know that's obviously dated effects, but a lot of it, especially and obviously the practical stuff, is like incredible. And uh, I think visually, it all comes together so well. It, it, you know, some really interesting shots, some really interesting yeah models and and mixing. yeah. Some and this, CG and practical and yeah, yeah. And this, I believe, the the, it's a full. This was a full scale model right here, correct? Like one one scale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the one scale. Yeah, While yeah. James Cameron's rebuilding the Titanic, they built the Event Horizon outside of Earth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of the visuals do hold up. Uh, of course, you're going to get some dated stuff, but uh, overall, it's still fantastic uh, to watch. Uh, and you know again a great cast we have in this and you know we have captain miller here played by our boy morpheus uh speaking of morpheus what do you what do you think alex do you think that this uh role got him the gig as morpheus in the matrix do you think you read my mind i was wondering you know (laughs) before being captain of the nebuchadnezzar was his time on lewis and clark (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, uh, my fiance uh, kind of uh, walked by while I was watching it, and she had seen the movie before, but she was just commenting, like, Lawrence Fishburne has a very authoritative, authoritative oh, yeah. voice mm-hmm. in this. I'm like, yeah, he's the captain of the ship. I mean, uh, I, I definitely think it had to have, it, may, it might be a coincidence, but it had to have factored in because that quality definitely transfers, not just being the captain of the ship, but just the. Uh, just that character quality 
Oh, yeah. He's someone you listen to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. We don't know. We don't know. But it's an interesting theory we both brought up here that this got him the gig uh, from Morpheus because he's the captain of the ship, you know, taking charge, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Sam Neill kills it. Everybody kills it in this. Uh, have you seen Sam Neill play a lot of villains? Like now or at the time when I first saw the movie? When, around this time. No, I hadn't. I hadn't seen, you know, his uh, more villainous stuff. I was just, uh, I mainly known him from Jurassic Park. Right. And it was a good kind of, I mean, not only is the cast great, the characters are great. Yes. Um, like every single member of this crew, uh, they're very well realized. They all have very distinct personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, they're introduced in a very uh, organic way. You know, a lot. You know, a lot of these movies, especially sci-fi movies, where they introduce a crew or a group of soldiers, um, and they lack personality, or they introduce them too many at a time, and you can't really keep track. I, I felt like with this movie, you really do get to know everyone. And yeah, everyone serves a purpose, and it doesn't feel like, as an audience member, you're struggling to keep up. It's like mm-hmm. you're in there, you're meeting the crew. It's kind of organic, and it really yeah. works. And uh, I think that's super important for a movie like this. They're not just there to be killed off. Right, right, right. And yeah, you've nailed it. Like every single character, you get to know the personality, what makes them tick. You know, uh, especially. Um, uh, Isaac's character as the medic, he's very standoffish. You yeah, know, he's, he's, he's you know, yeah, but, and, you know, we got Perchwee as the pilot, you know, but, um, and of course we have, <laughs> we got our brother here uh, who, who is the comic relief. And I'm, I'm curious. I mean, the line is, you know, he goes, you want something black and hot inside you or something like that? <laughs> he tells the girl. Which is hilarious. Um, I'm sure that would be considered sexual harassment now, but I, I'm going with the fact that they got that kind of relation. They got that kind of relationship, friendship. I'm going with that. All right. Yeah. Because you have Because she hit him back with some shit too. I think they got that kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because who he's saying it to is 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 one of my favorite characters, Stark. You know. I. Oh I think yeah. She yeah. she's great because she is she's very intelligent. She's very tough. Sam Neill in that, that arm lock there, you mm-hmm. know, uh, she's, uh, yeah. she's very capable and, and kind of, and, and, and she, you know, throughout the whole film, you know, she's, she, she never does anything. Actually, one of my favorite things about this movie that I don't know if people talk about enough is the fact that for once the, the characters in a sci-fi horror movie are not stupid, not doing anything stupid. They're doing exactly what, what I would do. And they're saying the things that I would say in those situations. They're very, you know, like um, my favorite part is when they're watching the footage of the old. Oh crew. my god! And yeah. as soon as it ends, Lawrence Fisher looks on and just says, "We're leaving." You know? <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> not only are they planning on leaving, they're planning on getting to a safe distance and firing missiles until they yeah. destroy it. Yeah, yeah. And then they're leaving. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Fuck this!" He's like, "We we are out." No, no, no. You saw you, everybody saw that shit, right? No, no, we're out. Uh, but yeah, no, you you you've nailed it. And 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 if if they if it seems like they've done something out of the norm or or something that may be considered horror cliche idiotic, is is really because of the ship. Yeah, it's very understandable. Yeah. Like they're yeah. under the influence of the ship. They're, it's it's their deepest darkest fears are you know they're they're at the mercy of of, of those things. You know, like any yeah. any 
common person would be. So it's totally understandable. It's, yeah. You know, you have Weir uh, dealing with the death of his wife, you know, you have yeah. the mother dealing with her, you know, the issues with her son. Everyone has these demons, especially later when it's revealed, uh, you know, Fishburne had to leave uh, one of his men behind yeah. to die. And, you know, it's the, 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 the ship because of where it's been, which I feel is, uh, is I love that they didn't blatantly tell you where it went. Yeah. You know, you, the, the easiest thing is to say, hey, it went to another dimension. It just, it just went to hell, unfortunately. Yeah. Fucked up the crew, the original crew that was on the ship, and now it's back, you know. Yeah. Um, and now we have this new crew investigating. But you really, the sky's the limit. And a lot of fans over the years have come up with so many other theories, you know. They... They brought in some Lovecraftian type of theories. It's perfectly and set up for it. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, so yeah, so we have our team. Uh, they, they're, you know, Doctor Weir created the ship, and now that it's back, uh, he's bringing in this new crew. They're not happy about it. They're like, "Hey, man, we were just on fucking leave." You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want to be here. What's going on? Uh, now, some fans have pointed out. Uh, uh, the Weir's explanation of uh, you want to explain that of how one get from one point to the, the other point, like because they were saying that uh, in their words, light speed doesn't exist, right? Like there's it's not possible. Like, or you can't uh, go faster than light speed, right? Yeah, right. So how he explained it? Do you want to explain how he did it? To sure. Go, yeah. To, yeah, I think they also explain this in Interstellar because when That's, I saw that. That's what I was going to say. Fans have brought up that Christopher Nolan fucking ripped off ideas from this movie, yeah. you know, for Interstellar. So I just want to point that out. But yeah, go ahead and explain that to people that have not. Yeah, he, uh, uh, Dr. Weir used a piece of paper uh, as an example, as like if the piece of paper were space, you know, um, and you want to get from one point to the other, what the, what the ship does, the, gravi the gravity drive or if it's called. It bends space, so he just folds the paper so that the two points exist in the same space. There you and then go. he uses the pencil and just you just pass through, and then space returns to normal. So that's kind of how it works. They create a black hole so that they just mm -hmm. they essentially teleport. Right. Essentially. Right. right. But they bend time and space. It's I mean, it's pretty abstract. I mean, it's simplified yeah. in the movie, but if you think about it, I mean I know yeah. nothing about these things and <laughs> you know, I assume it's far more complicated than right, right. But it's a it's a sound idea. It's fun and it works. Sci-fi. Yeah, it works for the film. Yeah. But uh, did you get rewatching the movie? Did you get like a three D vibe? <laughs> for, um, not really. But now that you mention it, I guess this would have been a perfect movie to do three D because, I mean, not it, just these shots of zero gravity CG objects floating about, but there's a lot of. The camera work, you know, um, yeah. at times it's Raimi-esque, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Things, you know, like pushing in, you know, really uh, aggressively or pulling out. And uh, I feel like uh, it could have been a cool 3D movie. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I never if thought it... of that. Interesting. Yeah, because a lot of things fly towards the camera. Yeah. Uh, and I was I always thought about that. It'd be horrifying in 3D, actually, not to think about it. Yeah. Especially <laughs> the, the, the visions. The oh, my cow. God, dude. All right. oh people goodness. be people be freaking the fuck out. So obviously they're 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 searching the ship. That now that it's back, and uh, not looking too good there. <laughs> they're, they're they're finding some spots, and they're like, uh, "What the fuck uh, actually happened here? What the hell happened?" Um, 
but but yeah, more exploring and just absolutely great visuals. Uh, oh yes, yeah, for sure. Just phenomenal visuals, and then you know they they they. Uh, I love this shot here when the one of the body yeah. dead bodies floating around. As soon as they get gravity back on line, uh, you know it crashes and and breaks like that, which was kind of cool. Uh, but uh, is this the visuals you were talking about? It looked a little dated. Well, not this particular shot, oh, okay. but it's when it's when uh, I think his yeah, well, his name's right there. I was like, I think his name is Justin. Uh, he gets <laughs> pulled into the uh, the actual uh, black hole or black liquid. Right. Um, oh, gotcha, gotcha. When he gets yanked in, yeah. But yeah, you know, we're still exploring the ship, and he discovers. Um, the heart of the ship, the core of the ship. And man, the visuals for this thing is fucking phenomenal, dude. I'm, you don't see shit like this right now. No, actually, this it's interesting. Phenomenal. <laughs> I actually think if, if uh, for video game fans, if you ever played Silent Hill for the room, there is a part where there's like this giant device that that looks very similar to that. I, I, I'm, I'm betting that it was an influence on it because you know Silent Hill yeah. influenced by Jacob's Ladder and all sorts of movies. I'm sure Event right. Horizon, especially with the subject matter and the, and the yeah. hell visuals. It, it, but like, I just made me think of kind of you bringing up it possibly being a 3D movie. That would have looked great in 3D, actually. Dude, yeah, just that spinning. I mean, very, the, de the design is just very Hellraiser-ish. Yes, it's absolutely amazing design. I mean, look at that thing. This whole room, I mean, actually, this is a set. I mean, yeah, it's 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 fucking phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, like you said, he gets sucked in, comes back out. He is not the same person. The oh. dark. Yeah, he is all fucked up, and uh, he actually tries to kill himself. And this was an entertaining little little action set piece here, where uh, our, our our Captain Miller had to uh, kind of help save the day, uh, all for naught. Of course, but uh, another thing that was interesting was going back to your character, your favorite. Is she your favorite character of the movie, or one? Of I don't know if she's my favorite. I mean, that's the thing. There's so many great characters; it's hard to pick a favorite. But she's definitely very memorable to me because, yeah, she's just this um, really competent, really strong character who's, who's yeah this survivor. You know, this, mm -hmm. this force through the film, and uh, I. I uh, and she's got a pretty sexy accent too. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, you know she's actually one of the few characters that doesn't reveal her fears or her hallucinations if there are any, which is interesting. right. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That is interesting. But I love but, yeah. how I love how in this particular scene, if I'm correct in in, in, in uh, timing this scene, is when she gives her theory about yes how the ship has like readings like it's got like there's life form readings all over it and that. They're under the influence of the ship's defense mechanism. Uh, defense mechanism. I yeah, guess. yeah. And you know, it sounds crazy, mm -hmm. but I feel like it's more realistic in that situation for her to come to that conclusion than to be like, "Well, I think I should just stay rational." And you know, there's no possible way that the ship is alive. You know, I feel like she's just right. like, look. This is this is the best explanation I could come up with. Yeah, yeah. I don't care how crazy it sounds. This is you know, this yeah. is what I see happening, and it's like. And yeah, and Miller Miller doesn't necessarily dismiss it right away. No. Yeah, he thinks about it. He's like, hmm, interesting. But, I mean, as soon as we arrive here, Weir's already acting strange, you know. And, of course, it, 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 it is a very good scene 
uh, with Stark because bringing up that theory because people are seeing fucked up shit. They don't want to admit it. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're seeing weird shit. Yeah. It's, it's and, frustrating when characters yeah. take too long to, to, to catch on to what's going on, you know? Right, they're like, right, we're adults. Right. We don't believe in ghosts yeah. and goblins and then people are dying left and right. But here they're like... <laughs> You know, they, uh, they're, like, yeah. they're, they're right there with the audience. It's like, no, I, f- I think this is what's happening, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Another reason but yeah, you're, likable. But yeah, you're, you're, you're correct, and especially what Miller was like, are you telling me this ship is alive? You know, it's, you know, no, one's, no one wants to jump to the conclusion right away that, oh, yeah, that's what it is, yeah. until it's too late, man. You know, uh, that's the Steven Spielberg shot we got going there. Until, until it's too late and then things get even more crazy and and now we got it we got it <laughs> again I, lo- I love this movie man we we got to talk about when they finally i know you met you briefly mentioned it earlier but we got to talk about the the surveillance footage <laughs> they finally oh got God. it they finally cleaned it up and got it to work to find out what the fuck happened to the previous crew on the ship and dude i mean it is like <laughs> it's chaos dude. it is like nightmare fuel i mean i mean look at this shit are you guys watching this right now i mean it is fucking insanity bro like it is yeah. crazy dude. <laughs> it is nightmare fuel and of course you know what you mentioned earlier after that they're like all right we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like natural reaction right yeah. Like we we need to get we we it's time to go it's time to go uh, yeah. but just just fucking nuts man fucking yeah. nuts I, I did enjoy the uh, earlier sequence was it was it earlier or later when Isaac's was talking to uh, Miller and he was saying uh, he he um, what you call it um, translated what this motherfucker was saying. It was and, bef- it was before this, okay, because okay. Um, uh, because he 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 translates the the in hell part, Actually, right? To, 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 so it's comprehensible to people. I actually uh, they they do a really good job of peeling back the layers of what had happened. You know, it's not like they get there and they find out exactly what happened because then why would they stay? Right? They they hear it only through audio at first. And there's a bit of Latin spoken, and you know, uh, Jason Isaac's character translates it on the spot. He's like, "It sounds like save me, right?" Right. And then later, he's like, "I was wrong with the translations. It's save yourself." And mm-hmm. it gets worse. I yeah. love that. It's like it gets worse. Yeah. It's like save yourself from hell. From and then when hell. they watch the video, you see him speak those words. Right. Um, I think it's "liberate uh, tutte me ex feliz." Um, yeah, uh, he's holding his eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, my God. Just, Apparently, <laughs> apparently Paul W. S. Anderson like shot a lot of footage, and they used I think they used um, amputees and adult film actors for more realism and, and yeah. to be more gruesome. Right, right. And obviously, we're all just wanting to see that footage, you know. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, we were lucky to get what we got uh, in this yeah. movie, but of course, fans have been wanting for years uh, an extended version or an unrated. Uh, but uh, you know. I know it's a never say never, but it's kind of not looking like it's gonna come out. Uh, but you know, who who knows? Who knows? You know. But yeah, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna admit it right here, man. I, I think uh, the blood orgy was hot. You know, I'm just gonna... <laughs> different strokes for different folks. 
something. But yeah, it's it's time to bounce. It, it's it's time it's time to go. Yeah. But at this point, uh, Doctor Weir is 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 gone. He's his he dug his eyeballs out. He's a slave to the ship, and it uh, doesn't go well for uh, Isaac's character, man. Oh my goodness! Like yeah. it does not go well for DJ here. And you know, and this is what I'm talking about. I mean, everyone, you know, with the new Hellraiser movie, which I thought was a very solid effort. I thought it was a very solid reboot. I thought it was good. Uh, but I didn't think it was great. But this is this is what I'm talking about. Everyone talking about how it ridiculously, insanely gory the new Hellraiser movie is. Event Horizon says, "Hold my beer." Okay, hold my beer. And this is what. We're, and this is the '90s. This is the '90s. Okay, this is what we're talking about. But things get crazy, man. People start dying left and right. Things start getting really exciting. This is a great shot with our two. Uh, badasses right here and then just this motherfucker just shows up <laughs> the makeup effects are so good especially oh, in that I know. lighting oh I, I know couldn't stop thinking about how great this looks yeah 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 if you guys hey next I know we just passed Halloween but put it on your list for uh, Halloween watch for next year for sure but I love the scene there he goes where we're going we won't need eyes to see sorry no. Dr. Emmett Brown Right, 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 right. A demented version of that, right? I thought you were gonna say next Halloween people should dress up as Doctor Weir in the third act. <laughs> That'd be that would be amazing. That'd that would be, be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, things get even more insane and crazy in terms in terms of the the ship starts bleeding. I mean, yeah. there's blood everywhere. Uh, for all you Shining fans, I'm sure you guys would enjoy this sequence. I'm wondering. Alex, what do you think um, with all of this blood uh, letting, especially when the ship starts bleeding blood, uh, just for the fuck of it, just to fuck with people, do you think this scene right here is one of the reasons where they were like, all right, let, let's kind of cut down the blood orgy scene footage a little and the reveal of what hell looks like at the end with some of the characters because of we just have gallons of blood just streaming do you think it was like too over for us it's like this is tuesday yeah. uh but um <laughs> yeah baby street fighter in bison sun that's right <laughs> uh, <laughs> but do you think i don't know i saw i still i don't know i mean sometimes these the mpaa can become bitches and just cut just because oh but the think of the children well <sighs> the thing about the gore is this is this led to me being this led to me having kind of like a sad movie watching experience for paul w Sanderson's later films because you know um mortal Kombat is is fun yeah but it's not it doesn't have i mean it has very little uh violence from the games like you have some fatalities and then, you know, right some, some cool but like for the most part it's it's not like you know it's not gore. it's not gory yeah yeah yeah. and then of course no. that was before ben horizon you know when when i found out he was doing resident evil i thought oh perfect the guy who did event horizon i was so excited i was so yeah. excited and yes resident evil's rated r but it's rated r because some crazy person thought it should be um, right it, it was pretty tame it was a very tame r um, right, right. And then Alien versus Predator was PG, at least where I saw it. 
PG thirteen, yeah. Over here, yeah. It was okay. an R. Okay, in Canada it was PG. <laughs> oh well, okay. Yeah. because um, <laughs> again, you go back to this movie, you see just how hard they're pushing the envelope. Yeah. Um, oh man, and... it's I got some images to show a little bit later too. <laughs> but uh but no, you're right. You know, I could see you kind of being disappointed with Resident Evil in a way, even though you know, a lot of people find that first film fun and for what it is, but in terms of this shit, yeah. not even close. Uh, not even close. But just amazing visuals. We're getting look at this shit. Are you guys looking at this shit? Just absolutely Lovecraftian horror, cosmic horror. This is what it's all about, dude. Yeah. And what what's annoy what annoys me sometimes is I, I, I feel uh, not I feel, but I, I've heard people say, I love ghost ship. I absolutely love and adore ghost ship, but I hate Event Horizon. I can't stand Event Horizon. Horror in space, oh, in the hell, and demons in space, that, 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 that. But I love ghost ship. I'm like, really? Really? I love ghost ship, too. It's a great short film. <laughs> but I'm just, <laughs> but I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, you have a you have a ship that's haunted. Yeah. In a way, you can look at Event Horizon as a haunted ship, but it's just just for the fact that it's in space. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I can't handle it." Even the almighty red letter media is like, <laughs> "Oh, I can't. Oh, it's just Hellraiser in space." I'm like, "You guys completely missed the point. You missed the point." As much as I enjoy watching those guys once in a while. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, come on, come on now. <laughs> There's not that many movies out there where a ship goes through a black hole, goes to hell and comes back. Okay. This is yeah, what, this is so fucking good. unique. There yeah. is nothing like this. Okay. Some imagery reminds you of the shining a little bit. Okay, fine. Some imagery may, may remind you of, of Hellraiser a little bit. Fine. That's perfectly fine. But uh, this, this, the script is unique, you know, the movie's unique. There's been nothing like this since. Nothing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's get to the finale here. It, it's getting fucking nuts. And now, you know, we have this sequence here. Again, you want to explain what's going on really quickly here? I get the feeling that the, the finale is a result of some reshoots maybe. But uh, basically, uh, Miller... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character, he's he's, you know, he's haunted by this crew member he left behind uh, burnt, and he's keeps seeing him, this guy on, this human torch fella, and then he turns into <laughs> Weir. Yeah. Like, Weir gone full Hellraiser. Right. And they have a they have a bit of a scuffle. They have a bit yeah. of a fisticuffs. Yeah, a little bit of a fight there, you yeah. know. The way, the way uh, uh, Miller was fighting and hitting uh, Weir, he was like, the way he was saying words as he was hitting, yeah. It was reminding me of Captain Kirk from Star Trek Three, you know, <laughs> where he's like, "I have had enough of yeah. you," you know. It was kind of yeah, yeah. that. I don't know if Philip did that on purpose when he wrote the script just for fun, uh, but yeah, it's cool. Hey, you know us; we love us some action, so we got a little bit of action there. Yeah. Um, but dude, I mean, but yeah, this was uh, his nightmare come alive. It was the guy he left behind that Captain Miller was talking about earlier. That morphs into weir, and I want you guys to look at this shot right here. Everybody watching, 
Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Look at this shot. This is horror. This is horror. Are you fucking kidding me with your fucking ghost ship? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck ghost ship. All right, seriously. Everybody knows the best part of ghost ship is the first five minutes, and that's it. All right, but look at this shit. Fuck Hellraiser reboot. Fuck that. This is this is where it's at. This is the '90s. No holds barred. But right here, he he he's showing. Uh, he's torturing Miller here. He's he's like, there's no escape. There, there's nothing you can do. Give in to it. And he gives him glimpses and visions of what's happening uh, to his crew that are already dead, or what could happen to his to the crew that aren't dead yet. And again, just more nightmare fuel here. And I mean, look at I mean, look at this crazy shit, man. Like, look at all this shit, dude. I mean, they had to speed it up really quickly. Uh, yeah, you only because, get glimpses, but it, yeah, it, but it, dude, it's fucking nuts. Just fucking the job done. Ghost ship. <laughs> the fuck out of here, dude. You know, and, and 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 of course, you know, me and my buddies when we got this on DVD, you know, we had to freeze frame a lot of shit. Oh yeah, especially, especially during the blood orgy sequence because we want to learn, you know, filmmaking process. We want to learn, you know. That's one of the reason why we yeah. freeze frame some of that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, especially with this crazy, insane, fucking nuts shit. Yeah, uh, shit. we freeze framed a few images and look at this shit, dude. It's almost beautiful. <laughs> it's yeah. almost beautiful. You know, I mean, and this next shot, and this is what I'm talking about. Event Horizon telling the new Hellraiser to hold my beer and fucking ghost ship. Look at this one still. Woo! Are you fucking kidding me right now? That's stark in the middle, too. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me right now? This is, this is the nightmare fuel. This is horror. This is amazing practical and, and makeup effects. Uh, this is the shit you don't want to dream about when you go to bed at night. Fucking ghost shit. This is this is like a deep <laughs> deep cut, but th that that image reminds me of. I don't know if it was the late nineties or early two thousands, but Todd McFarlane made these action figures based oh, on yeah. Clive Barker called Torture Souls. Yes, I remember those. Yeah, they were sick. They're they are actually beautiful pieces of art, but they're pretty yeah. much like that, just like insane, insane yeah. imagery. And uh, yeah. that's the thing is like this movie really is unique for all the reasons we stated, but also just um, when it comes to movies about hell or involving hell, which are some of my favorites. Yeah, they. They really went for it in a way. A lot of movies just they, they just come up short, you know. Mm -hmm. And this is what mm -hmm. they toned this down, you know. Like we don't, we want more, but I still feel satisfied after seeing this. Even if we get short glimpses, it it, it, it gets the job done. It has that effect, and it really yeah, it it it, uh, it stays with you. It's it's gnarly stuff. And if you want, you could just go back and freeze frame it like me. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Just... I remember a lot of those freeze framed. Uh... Uh, things, you know, moments. Yeah, I remember a lot of those shots were actually on the cover of Fangoria magazines during yes. that time. Yeah, because everyone was really excited and pumped. They were like, "Dude, are you guys seeing this shit?" But yeah, uh, Miller's Miller's not going out like no punk. He's like, "I see," and he detonates the ship, blows it up, and uh, the 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 pod part of the ship that escapes uh, are two. We have two. Of the remaining crew left and they get picked up and rescue uh, they get picked up by a rescue team and i love how 
the door, the camera slowly pans backwards and the doors of the ship slowly close shut. And while that's happening, uh, we have our boy telling Stark, uh, don't worry, we're safe. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. We're safe. And the doors close shut into darkness. And then credits. Yeah. And then Prodigy, baby. Yeah. But yeah. uh, <laughs> what, what? Yeah. This is, uh, it gets you pumped. It's, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, I know uh, in terms of, of nitpicking, a lot of people thought that this character was maybe a little bit too much, especially in the third act of him being kind of the comedic relief. I thought yeah. that was just, I thought I, I get that a little bit, but I kind of thought that was just his personality. Uh, what did you think? I mean, I feel like his personality is pretty consistent. So, you know, I, I didn't have an issue with it. I feel like, you know, in the late nineties, you know, it, it kind of, it fit like that kind of character. I think looking right. at it now, yeah, it might, it might, it might feel a little out of place. It might feel a little weird, but, um, watching it again, I, I do, I did enjoy him because, you know, I, I, there's a real person there. He's not just, he's not just, uh, the jokes he cracks, you know, he, he cares about his crew members. Yeah. Um, he respects, you know, contrary to what it may seem like he respects his crew members. That's the other thing is like, there is a relationship between the characters that um, that is there, and yeah. and and it really uh, strengthens this yeah. movie. That um, you feel like they've known each other, you mm-hmm. feel like they've been through some shit together. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. Uh, they're they pull their weight. You know, they're, yep. they they have each other's backs, and it's it's tragic when one by one they're just getting taken out. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. You know, it's. Uh, yeah. I, I feel because like, we we focus on the gore, we focus on the visuals, but really uh, the characters uh, really strong in this. Uh, yes, because because this is a very typical setup, right? You have like you've got yeah a handful of people, and most of them are going to die. Um, right. But it was it's especially important in this movie where it's about what's inside, what's in your head, you know, mm-hmm. trauma yeah. and dark, yeah. deep fears. Dealing uh, with your past demons. Yeah. And having those demons come to haunt you. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I had a question about Miller. <laughs> so at the end, he's detonating the bridge, right. the middle portion of the ship to separate where he is, mm-hmm. the heart of the ship, and also and, and, and separating that from the pod where the, his crew escapes. Right. And you see the bridge explode, and then you see, because uh, the portal's opening, it's like, we're going back to hell. You want to see what, what it looks like? We're going. And then yeah. it kind of gets sucked into a hole. So did Miller go to hell because he didn't he didn't blow up he only separated the the, the two parts of the shit he didn't like they didn't blow up sequel sequel no because <laughs> no, that's um, a really that's an interesting kind of theory emotion. yeah because you don't see again like their portion of the ship didn't blow up i right. think the point was to separate his crew so they don't get pulled into the portal as well so it's just right. him and weir that ended yeah. up closer to the that's a he could That's be the ultimate sacrifice. Oh, I know. Yeah, I, he could Jesus. be. I know, right? And yeah, another thing I forgot to bring up here when when the movie's ending, uh, one of the rescue crew members he keeps yelling for for help. Like he's saying backup. You know, you guys, you guys gonna like no one, no one's answering him. He keeps he keeps talking over and over and over and over again. You notice uh, that? And no one answers him. You know. 
the ship they came from. So yeah, they're they're fucked. I'm going with the theory that any part of the ship, you're fucked. Even that makes, if it's yeah, seven. that makes sense. It's like it's still a part of the ship, and I think that's yeah. that's done on purpose. Where it's like, oh, yeah. they got away, but there's still that chance because <laughs> mm-hmm, it's technically mm-hmm. it's still part of the ship, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, beautifully haunting, uh, nightmarish, great cast, great visuals, amazing soundtrack. Uh, this film should have did a lot better uh, when it came out. Nobody was ready, even in the 90s, nobody was ready. But now, you know, thankfully, you know, badasses like us and all of you guys that are fans of the film that are watching right now, uh, the cult following has grown. A lot of more people now are... Uh, uh, I just, when I, I watched the trailer recently and in the comments, hundreds of comments of people like, dude, this movie was great. Why aren't people talking about this? Oh, I love this movie now, you know. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the love uh, has, has grown. And, you know, we have all these releases now, uh, these special Blu-ray releases from, collect, you know, collector's edition releases from Shout Factory, Scream Factory. We got Steelbooks. And, you know, Samurai Guy, I have to see this gloriously horrific, hauntingly beautiful movie in 4K. Uh, at some point, I'll be getting the 4K for sure. So, uh, phenomenal film. Hey, if you haven't if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out uh, for sure. Even if we spoil it, still go watch it. It is very unique, and uh, there's been nothing like it since. Alex, anything else before we wrap it up for today? No, I think we've gushed enough about this movie. It's really, uh, <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. It, it's yeah. you know what? I changed my mind on the whole movie. <laughs> Fuck this movie. It's garbage. It's just Hellraiser in space. It's trash. I, I mean, uh, you know, it's 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 so it's so unique. Not just Su- Supernova's better. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I That's saw like that. Perfect... In, I saw that in theater too. And it was oh, fucking atrocious. But yeah. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Samurai guys got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's okay if you like go ship. Or supernova. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not okay. That's okay. Not okay. All right, but uh, that's it. Uh, hey, you know what to do? In the description box below, there will be a link there where you can follow the badass himself, Alex Chung, baby. Throwing them spinning wheel kicks, baby. That's right. Representing, got to support people that love action, martial arts, and horror because that's what this channel is all about. So thanks again for watching. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe if you're new here. Uh, Let us know in the comments below what you guys honestly think of Event Horizon. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of our favorite motherfucking movies. All right, guys, take care.